0: He's ever present all around us at all times. King David even wrote, he said, If I I take wings and fly to the heavens, you're you're there. And even if I'm at the doorsteps of hell, you're you're there. He's omnipresent. But so very often it's us who are not present. You know what I mean by that? We may be present physically, but we're not as tuned into and aware of God's presence as we should be. So for the next few minutes, as much as is possible, just shut out everything around you and prepare to just be still quiet focused on the scriptures i'm about to read pray with me now holy spirit we come into your presence we desire to know you to be strengthened by you to be healed by you in our bodies and minds and spirits and we cast our cares upon you and we invite you to come the next few minutes i want to guide you and help you just de-stress and relax and focus on god's presence won't you invite the holy spirit to come right now and be with you i'm gonna be reading some scriptures about prayer during this meditation on our other radio show spiritually speaking we've done an entire series on prayer titled a deeper look at prayer those studies are available on our website at way it'd be a good idea to listen to those because prayer is so much deeper than most of us realize. Prayer is our chance to speak to God and to get in His presence. It isn't something we should rush. So many people want to dwell in a secret place in the Most High, but they don't want to tarry in His presence under the shadow of the Almighty, as spoken of in Psalm 91. They want God to lead them. They want God to speak to them. They want all the benefits, but they don't want to take time to be in His presence. They're sitting there with their stopwatches in church, with their stopwatches in their devotion time, and thinking they're so important that God just has got to go by their busy schedule. When God is saying, "Be still. Know that I'm God." That's Psalm 46:10. It's going to take more than our 15-minute devotions in the morning, our quick "Now I lay me down to sleep" prayers, and our yawning presence when we come to church when our minds are really on what's on TV or what our next meal is going to be. God is not impressed with vain repetitions. What does Jesus say in Matthew 6, 7? Well, when you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. God knows your heart. First Samuel sixteen seven says, For the Lord seeth not as man seeth, for man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. There's a principle taught here that I want you to grasp. God looks upon the heart. God hears only what's coming from your heart. It doesn't matter how eloquent you are when you pray. God's not impressed. He sees right through it. What you're praying is not from your heart. He knows it. So you might as well be truthful with Him. God knows if you aren't. I I tell people sometimes too, even if you're mad at God, tell Him. He can handle it. He'll listen to you and then He's going to embrace you like the best parent of all and just take you into His arms. Even the most unlearned, backwoods, uneducated person around it prays from his heart as God's attention as much as the most scholarly and learned among us, perhaps in some cases even more so. In these last days upon this earth, before the Lord returns, we've got to get real before God. We need to just get in the presence of a holy God and humble ourselves before Him. What a great privilege to pray. You realize there are many countries who don't even have this privilege to pray, Are you ready to get in His presence right now? I'm going to read some scriptures dealing with prayer, and as I read them, I want you to listen deeply in your spirit. Let it resonate in you. Ask God to help you focus on these scriptures and shut out all those other voices trying to distract you. I want you to focus on Him, on being at peace. Take time right now to get comfortable. Are you in a quiet place? Are you sitting comfortably? Sometimes it helps me to just close my eyes as I ponder the scriptures. It's also very relaxing to take three big breaths, slowly inhaling through your nose and exhaling through your mouth. And each time you inhale, think about God's peace coming in. Are you smiling, thinking about His presence and goodness? I hope so. When you exhale, think about all that negativity and all that stress just leaving your body. And as you listen to these scriptures, really focus on them and come into agreement with them enter into his presence. Now listen to what these scriptures say. Ponder them deeply, and most of all, listen. Listen to what the Holy Spirit wants to speak into your life. I will pray to him, and he will hear me, and will fulfill my vows. That's Job 22:27. I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and delivered me from all my fears. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. And his ears are open to their cry. That's Psalm 34, verse 4 and 15. And you, O Lord, do I hope. You will answer, O Lord my God. That's Psalm 38, 15. God always answers prayer. Did you know that? Sometimes, though, his answer is not what to give us what we exactly asked for. Sometimes he, he knows it's not what's the best for us. And he just doesn't give it to us. Sometimes his answer is no. You know, sometimes his answer is wait. I mean, even if you're praying for a job or, you know, it could be that God's like moving people up and then promoting them and getting them out of the way so that he can find that job for you. But it says his eyes go to and fro throughout the whole earth to make himself strong on behalf of those who love him. So just wait upon him and accept his answer, whatever it is. The Lord is near to me and all who call upon him, to all who call upon him sincerely, and in truth, he will fulfill the desires of those who reverently and worshipfully fear him. He also will hear their cry and know he will save them. That's Psalm 145, verses 18 through 19. And it's not talking here about being afraid of God, because it says we can go into his presence boldly because of his son Jesus Christ if we're born again. But it's to approach him with reverence. Approach him as as king. As a king. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears my prayer, the prayer of the con- consistently righteous, the upright, and right-standing with God. Proverbs 15, 29. You know that's what righteousness is. It's literally right-standing with God. It's not somebody that's so good and, and so much better and never makes mistakes, because we all make mistakes. But he's saying here that he listens particularly to the prayers of those who, who are consistently living for him and in relationship with him. I seek and inquire for and require the Lord while he may be found, claiming him by necessity and by right. I call upon him while he is near. That's Isaiah 55 and 6. I ask and keep on asking and I receive. I seek and keep on seeking and I find. I knock and keep on knocking and the door is open unto me. That's Matthew 7, verses 7 through 8. But can I tell you, if two of you on earth agree and harmonize together about whatever, anything, everything that they may ask, it will come to pass and be done for them by my Father in heaven. That's Matthew 18, 19. Sometimes we not, not only need to pray alone, but we need to get somebody to agree with us and pray with us about a certain thing. Find a brother or sister or a friend that you can pray with and tell them your need and both of you pray about it. I always pray, and I don't faint, quit, or give up. That's Luke 18:1. I ask and receive, and my joy is made full. John 16:24. The Holy Spirit comes to my aid and bears me up in my weakness, for I do not know what prayer to offer nor how to offer it worthily, as I thought. But the Spirit Himself goes to meet my supplication and pleads in my behalf with unspeakable yearnings and groanings, too deep for utterance. Romans 8 26 there's an old song that says tears are language only God understands that's so true don't underestimate that when you come before God and all you can do is cry he hears your heart he looks on your heart I would be unceasing in prayer praying perseveringly 1 Thessalonians five seventeen. did you know you can pray unceasingly Let your life be a prayer to Him. Let everything you do be offered up to Him as a prayer. And realize that the words that you speak are and everything that you do, whether you say or do good things or bad things, it's going up to Him. And it blesses Him or it curses. And He's listening for every word. But every time that we live and every step that we walk, let our confidence just be in Him. I will fearlessly and confidently and boldly draw near to the throne of grace the throne of God's unmerited favor to sinners that I may receive mercy for my failures and find grace to help in good time for every need appropriate help and well-timed help coming just when I need it that's Hebrews 4 and 16 now I want you to just take time to just relax and ponder the scriptures I just read listen for the Holy Spirit's voice and take as long as you like maybe just thank Him and worship Him for a while To him. And when you're done, just open up your eyes and take his presence with you. Wherever you go. Father God, I pray, Lord, for those who are listening to this recording, and I pray and lift them up to you, God. Let them know your presence is always and at all times that they can call upon your name, going down the road, or on their job, or whatever they're doing, and not just when they're in trouble, but and but not and not just when they're stinking in the quicksand, but Lord, let them call upon your name often and just spend time in your presence. And Lord, I just thank you for that right now. And I thank you for what you're going to do in the behalf of these people that are listening. In the name of Jesus, I pray peace upon them. In Jesus' name.